Go to securefreedomradio.org today. It's your freedom. It's your country. Frank Gaffney's Secure Freedom Radio. Welcome back, and a special welcome to one of our favorite guests. His name is Todd Benzman. He is a National Security Fellow with a terrific organization, the Center for Immigration Studies. Uh, he brings to that role a wealth of experience as a journalist, an investigative journalist of um, great renown, as a former official in the Texas Department of Public Safety, um, and now, of course, as one of the most um, thoughtful and highly regarded commentators on what is going on with respect to our insecure border and the ripple effect that that is having, thanks to uh, the policies of the Biden-Harris administration on, well, every city and town across America, not just uh, border communities and states. Um, His name is, uh, as I say, Todd Benzman. He is also the author of America's Covert Border War, a best-selling book that I strongly commend to you all. Todd, it's so good to have you with us. Welcome back. Hey, thank you very much for having me, Frank. Um, I mentioned the Biden-Harris administration. The Harris part of the team has been much in the news this week, and much of it not very complimentary to Kamala Harris, the vice president of the United States, for how she was received and what she did in the course of her travels uh, to ferret out the root causes, as she's fond of putting it, of um, our our border crisis. Um, Talk a little bit about what you've made of her uh, exploits this week and what it might mean for our policy in this area. Like anybody else who has been paying attention, who was watching the Democratic primary campaign, the debate, I saw Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris promise wide open borders, talk about ending deportation, talk about uh, decriminalizing illegal entry and um, raise her hand when it comes to offering free health care to anyone who comes over the border and wants it. And then we saw her down in Guatemala saying things like, don't come, don't come. So I think her credibility is shot. I think everybody sees her as a phony. And I think that undermines American credibility uh, to be able to uh, have a, an authority to uh, ask other countries to do things for us. So that's number one. Number two is the, the whole notion of you know addressing root causes is, is akin to nation building. And I think the notion of nation building is discredited, uh, at least since the Vietnam War. We don't do very well at nation building. And lastly, uh, Kamala Harris clearly doesn't understand that huge numbers of immigrants hitting the southern border are not from the Northern Triangle countries, Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras. They're coming from all over the world. Think Haiti and Cuba. And so what are we supposed to do? Nation build Haiti and Cuba? I think we dismissed that idea a long time ago. The whole thing, the whole enterprise is absurd. It's absurd and dangerously so, as it uh, unfortunately, it's taking our eye off the real prop course, which is what the Biden-Harris administration has done with its policies. And this was pointed out to her, as I understand it, by a number of her interlocutors during her travels. Um, and the other piece of this, Todd, which I, I'd say somewhat facetiously, I guess, but not really, is that the one thing that one can credit uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris with trying to do that could conceivably address at least one of the root causes of 
this crisis, um, namely the attractiveness of the United States as a place to migrate to, is what they're doing to our economy, <laughs> to our political system, and to the country more generally. But um, I'm fearful that that's probably not going to dissuade people from heading north, uh, even so. But let me turn to this other piece that um, you've identified in a in a forthcoming article that I uh, uh, touches on something that you've reported on previously, uh, and that is the extent to which among those coming in are not only large numbers of people who aren't from our own hemisphere, aren't from the countries that we've been told are, are in need of uh, overhaul, uh, namely Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador, Mexico, I guess, um, but rather that we are um, dealing with a lot of countries that have uh, very considerable numbers of people who wish to do us harm in them. Um, two of them were apprehended, as you pointed out at the time, um, back in April, I believe it was, um, from Yemen, uh, were wanted for uh, terrorism-related uh, charges and preclu precluded from flying into the United States. Tell us about that story, uh, if you would, and, uh, and what Congressman Tom Tiffany of Wisconsin uh, got out of Christopher Ray when he broached the issue with him yesterday. Sure. On April 5th, just a couple of months ago now, U.S. Customs and Border Protection issued this press release that two Yemenis were apprehended at the border who were on the FBI's terrorism watch list. That thing lasted all of one day. It was taken down and removed. And uh, American uh, journalists never asked about it and have never uh you know, said a peep about it in the two months since. Then yesterday, all of a sudden, uh, Congressman Tom Tiffany out of Wisconsin, who just went to the Darien Gap in Panama, through which these two Yemenis traveled, had FBI Director Christopher Wray in front of him and asked him about it. First time anybody has asked about this thing in a public forum at, or at all about who, like for an update, what happened to the two Yemenis. And of course, you know, Ray couldn't uh, or didn't um, say anything about, uh, you know, the investigation, but he did acknowledged that there was an investigation of these two uh, Yemenis. And he also acknowledged that there is a terrorism threat related to the border. Uh, so I I would hope that, that other uh, congressmen uh, and officials and maybe people in the media, legacy media, can now ask about this and be aware of it. I certainly hope so, too. And I, I want to thank you for the diligent efforts you've been making to call attention to not just this particular episode, but the, the macro problem, which, of course, is uh, very much central to your book, America's Covert Border War, and how we're trying, or at least have in the past, been trying to prevent terrorists from getting across this border, this porous border of ours. Um, you are, of course, based in Texas. Um, one piece of news out just today is that your governor has indicated he intends to try to complete Donald Trump's border wall cross the Texas border with Mexico. Um, do you anticipate that that will be, in fact, uh, forthcoming? And if so, how much of a difference do you think it might make in the challenge that we're now facing 
Tom Bensman. This is a really unusual proposal. I think uh, some people were expecting this. I'd been hearing about it, that there were negotiations underway. I think that it is night and day if he can manage to uh, get that wall constructed. My understanding is that it's going to be pretty expensive for a state to handle on its own, uh, maybe 8 or $10 billion to put that thing up, uh, 400 miles of it in Texas. Texas is a big state with a big budget. I'm sure they can get it started. It's going to take private landowners whose land uh, abuts the river, Rio Grande, who give permission. And I think they have a lot of permission. So I actually think that they they will get this thing started. Uh, Keep in mind that uh, Abbott is in an election uh, mode. (laughs) So there's probably some politics behind that. He's got uh, primary campaign challengers uh, who uh, have been talking about building that Texas should build the wall too. But I think it's a great idea. I think Border Patrol agents absolutely, you know, believe in that wall. And I believe in that wall too. I think it absolutely works in conjunction with uh, patrolling. I do too. And I hope you're right that Greg Abbott will um, move forward with it and not simply uh, be engaging in a little bit of political theater for our benefit. One last thing very quickly. uh, We've only got 40 seconds. The Darien Gap is something you mentioned. Uh, I really commend uh, the Congressman uh, Tommy Tom Tiffany for actually going down and checking it out himself. You've been down in this neck of the woods. Michael Yon has reported from it as well. Um, This is prime territory, of course, for the conduit of people coming up. Is there anything that can be done to secure it? There are a few things. One thing is to keep in mind is the new CBP apprehension numbers are out and we've seen 30 times as many foreign nationals come through the Darien Gap uh, in the last month than in the prior year. It's a 750% increase. There is a wave of humanity coming through that gap right now, lured by the Biden invitation to come over the border. Lots of pregnant women and children, total tractor beam going on there. Uh, one thing that could that could be done right away is to have Panama start deportation instead of busing and Costa Rica as well. I'll be headed down there in, a, in about 10 days myself, so stay, stay tuned. We will stay tuned. Thank you so much, Todd Bensman, for what you do with your updates here and elsewhere and uh, the great work at the Center for Immigration Studies. I know you keep it up. And congratulations again on America's covert border war. Please check it out, folks. We'll talk with you again very soon. Thank you, Todd. We'll talk with the rest of you again, I hope, tomorrow. Same time, same station. Until then, this is Frank Gaffney. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Secure Freedom Radio with Frank Gaffney. 